Welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage. This podcast is dedicated to helping attorneys earn more money, get better clients, and spend more time with family. I'm your host, Alej Yajnik, founder of Law Firm Success Group. Smart business guidance for small law firms begins in three, two, one. And it is my pleasure to welcome to Lawyer Business Advantage, Ken Falcon, managing partner of Falcon, Rappaport, and Berkman. Ken, how have you been since the last time we talked? We've been really, really well. Uh, since we've last spoken, we've actually grown by 25%. Holy smokes, 25%. Uh, that is awesome. Congratulations on your success. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been uh, a, a team effort and, and you know, getting aligned with, with some of our, our partners in, uh, in California and New York is really, you know, it's, it's driven that, that growth. I am really excited to chat with you today because a lot of our attorney entrepreneurs, I think, can benefit from a lot of the things that you have done so well as you have grown your firm. One of the things that I want to just kind of chat with you about and go back to, all the way back to, is when you first decided that it made sense for you to grow. And the reason I asked that question is because there's so many attorney entrepreneurs that listen that get really concerned about making that first associate hire that second associate hired, they're worried about the impact of cash flow. They're not sure if they're going to be able to grow. You've just sort of blown past that. And so just take us back to when you were thinking about really growing and how did you deal with those questions about can you afford to hire people? Sure. Um, well, I guess that that will take me back to my days in my predecessor firm to this one, which is the merged entity. But I'll hit both of those times. Really, at, at the outset, it was a question of pure bandwidth. When I felt that I was totally overwhelmed and had no ability, you know, I couldn't, I basically had to make a choice between taking on more work or hiring somebody. And I chose to, or, you know, being able to take on uh, more work and hiring somebody or not being able to take the work on really. And that was the, the critical threshold for me when I decided that I did want to grow, knowing that I was ready to or wanted to really manage an organization more than I wanted to be a one man show. And there was a period of time during which that persisted and it was reactive hiring. We have, thankfully, as the firm has grown, and especially as we have merged into the entity that we currently are, which was in September of 2018, we're much more proactive about the hiring. We are looking for strategic opportunities to expand mostly the suite of services that we can offer to other clients, to our existing clients, really. And, and provide a better service. And by strategic opportunities to expand, you're talking about acquisition of other firms, yeah? That has been a significant driver of the growth, without a doubt. But even, and even I guess, the outset, right? Our initial merger that created this firm was driven by a desire. You know, I had a practice that was real estate and trust and estates. Matt Rappaport had a practice that was tax. Jeff Berkman had a practice that was corporate and securities. Michelle Schlereth had a practice that was tax. And we were all referring a ton of work to each other. And we said, this is all well and good and we really like each other, but how much more would we be doing for our existing clients if it were the same firm and it were that seamless? And we had our, our estimates when we started September of 2018, we were nine lawyers in total. And as we sit here today, we, were, we, were, we are 50. The growth has been explosive and significantly faster than we thought that it would be. Our first year we grew, it was like 200% in, in the first year. So, so it was, it's been interesting to say the least. Wow, that is a wild ride to add that many attorneys in that short of a period of time. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely like na navigating the personalities of its own 
battle, but thankfully we are surrounded by incredibly good people. And the very first thing that we screen for is personality, more so than book of business or, or, or legal ability. You have to be a nice person if you're going to work here. Wonderful. And there, there's a lot more to it, I know, than just that. And we're going to dig into that in, in more detail. So when the four of you uh, got together and started your firm, um, what were your aspirations at that point as far as your firm in the next you know, five years or so? To be honest, we, we were hoping that there would be an ability to service our clients that, that did not exist at the time because clients are, when they sign an engagement letter with a firm, those are their lawyers and they'll basically use their services as far as those services go. But when it comes to expanded scope of a project, if it's outside of your proverbial Ken, forgive me, then you know they you say, okay, there's a new engagement letter this time with Matt's firm, for instance. And when they do that, they say, okay, so Matt's a tax lawyer, so now I'm shopping for tax lawyers. And they go out and they go shopping. You know, that was the that was the initial solve was really just to to keep that all in-house and to also to be able to approach issues from more than one angle. Real estate and trust in estates, and especially where the two intersect, is deeply affected by tax, right? A family's ability to move on from an existing management structure that's been around since time immemorial is driven by tax. Can I sell without paying a bunch of tax? And without Matt's separate retention, I wouldn't have that feedback exactly. I'd be able to issue spot and say, hey, this is, a, this is an issue, right? Tax, you know, you need to retain tax counsel. But having him under the same roof has just been a tremendous value add and is kind of the whole ethos of the firm is cross-disciplinary, interdisciplinary work, complicated matters that otherwise we wouldn't be able to take on. But as a team, we can, you know, that the whole is greater than the sum of the parts. And to do that across geography, too, is is fantastic. You have basically 10x your growth. We hear that term thrown around, thrown around a lot, but gone from you know five attorneys to 50 in a very short period of time. In a in an environment where, you know, I've seen this too, where it's it's one of the one of the toughest hiring environments that we have ever seen. And so to add that many attorneys in that short period of time, you have to be doing several things right. What were some of the things that that you and the firm implemented that have really helped you attract and retain uh, attorneys during this time? Yeah. So we have been been blessed to be in a position and, and it has been intentional where in, in a time where there's a talent war, we have more people that want to join the firm than we can take on at one at any one time. And a lot of things kind of waiting in the wings. And the way that we've really done that is by offering a, a collaborative environment and by putting our money where our mouth is on things like supporting the individual growth of the attorneys who look at joining our firm. You know, every time that I interview a lawyer, one of the questions that I ask them is why they're leaving the firm that they're currently at. And I found that typically the responses fall into one of a few buckets, right? It's my boss is an asshole. I'm not being allowed to grow in the way that that I want to grow, right? I'm being held back. They're telling me to sit down and bill and not bring in business. I don't have the flexibility that I that I need to be able to take care of my young family. Or I just don't have the support and the infrastructure to truly deliver excellent client service, and frankly, in some cases, to not commit malpractice. And we we have, we think, solved for all of those major issues, or at least presented a great alternative. And it's led to our attrition rate being extraordinarily low. We've only had three people in the history of the firm, which granted is short, but still, only three people have ever left the firm voluntarily. 
I love that. And I love that you were you were focusing on specific issues that you have then deliberately created and, and supported solutions for in your firm. That that is absolutely terrific. When you are looking for attorneys to join your firm, what are the kinds of attorney, what are some of the attributes that would make a an attorney a great fit for Falcon Rappaport and Berkman? So having a practice area that is either niche or directly related to what we are doing. So if you have, you know, for instance, there's a there's a gentleman that we're speaking to right now who is a real estate infrastructure expert. So zoning and land use, but in the context of infrastructure development, which I find fascinating. And I did not realize was a niche until he started talking about it. And I said, you know what, this is great for our real estate developer clients to be able to kind of expand suite of services. So I would say that's that's one attribute that I would look for. Another I would look for is, you know, anyone in the position where they're saying, I either have to turn away business or hire, but I don't necessarily want to be the chief cook and bottle washer and taking care of all of the HR concerns or you know, I want to be able to, to frankly go on vacation, right? I want to have a team behind me that can support me and that I know that if I do go on vacation for a week, while I'm gone, if there's a major emergency, someone's going to be there to take care of it. And I'm not going to have to, you know, fly back from California to New York just to just attend to a, to a mess that a client is dealing with. So people that are in need of that kind of support. And I would say that the, the, the other characteristic that is shared across the firm is really a, a level of entrepreneurship and a a desire to write your own ticket, you know, control your own destiny and go out and and take risks and we'll take those risks, you know, with you and and we'll fund efforts that 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 you have an idea for if we think the idea is good. We it's not to say that we're, you know, that we're just going to throw money at any at any idea that you might have, but and we will ask you the tough questions about it and we will we will run it down with you. But if it's a good idea, we're not going to tell you no just because, well, that's not the way we've done things or, you know, that hasn't worked for us in the past or whatever else. We're, we're much more open, I think, to change and to a different way of doing things and, and viewing things through a more unique lens. Very cool. Are there specific geographies that uh, the firm is targeting right now? Some of our practices are truly national. Our tax practice, if you fall into any of those categories and you are an income tax practitioner, please call me. Our tax practice is federal. That, that it's, and it's a huge growth area for us. And we, you know, this is one area where we, we just cannot hire quickly enough. There's an unlimited demand for, for tax work. So that, in that sense, we're, we're national tax, intellectual property, our Web3 practice, those are national. When it comes to litigation, corporate work, estate work, things of that nature, we're really focused right now on three major geographic regions. New York, California, and Florida, and the the pipeline between of people between those those geographies is obvious. You know, we're 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 native New Yorkers, the founders of the firm. For our clients and who are you know located in New York, a lot of them when they get older retire and move to Florida, um, and a lot of them when they're when they're younger spend a lot of time in California or go out there for some some business experience. And so those are those are our three major markets at the moment. This is a terrific growth story, Ken, and uh, targeting those geographies, it makes, makes, of course, absolute sense given the context. I want to take a step back here and just ask you kind of a, a little bit of a personal question here. You've grown the firm from five attorneys to 50 in just a few years. How do you feel about that? I feel excellent about it. I'm very excited about it. It's, you know, sometimes you do get that, 
or at least I do get that um, imposter syndrome where you're like, wait, am I the managing partner of a, a 50 lawyer law firm? You know, I, I was a solo practitioner at one point, if we take it back to, to 2014. And, but, but it's, it's, I, I feel great about it. The team that I have around me is 100% responsible for that. I would not have any level of success at all if it were not for them. And I credit them, them all with it. And, and knowing that you have people that I can hand off a client matter to, and they will run with it and they will do as great of a job as I hope that I would do with it is the only reason that I've been able to scale the business the way that I have. And what do you think is next or what's the, the updated vision that you have for the firm? So at this point, we've, we've largely, I'll say in New York, we have rounded out our practice areas. My immediate target is to round out our practice areas in California. What do I mean by that, right? Obviously, we have our federal coverage in California. We were, we were privileged to, to partner with Jeffrey Verdun and the Verdun Law Group. Uh, they've now come under our, our umbrella. And you know they, they are focused on high net worth, estate planning, and asset protection services. We are in the, I have several discussions going right now with practitioners in California, but I would love estate administration specialists, estate litigation specialists, real estate specialists, corporate specialists, you know, general litigation with perhaps a focus on employment. Those are the biggest areas of growth that I see happening in California. And again, thankfully, I do have a few conversations going. I, I would love to speak with anybody in, in, in those spaces specifically. And that's really our, our goal this year is to, turn California into what New York currently is. I don't know how much we'll get accomplished in the first 12 months. I think a fair bit based on our current experience and trajectory, but certainly inside of two years to have them at, at, at the size that New York is. And normally a question I ask at about this point in the conversation is what are you excited about over the next 12 to 18 months? But I think you just answered it, Ken. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. well, that's part of it. But now there's a whole other part of it, which is that you know, our growth was a merger effectively of, of the, the Jeffrey Verdon Law Group, of Weltman and Moskowitz in, in New York, their bankruptcy practitioners and, and creditors' rights foreclosure prosecution specialists, O'Reilly Marsh Porticelli, which is, uh, you know, again, banking and financial institution work, but on the lending side primarily. And we brought over the Judge Ruth Kraft, um, who was a misclassification judge in New York and is just a, a wealth of knowledge on labor and employment. And also on on certain uh, niche tax issues. So, bring, once you bring these people in, it's like it's like when my wife and I moved houses, right? We went through all the stress of moving, and then we got into the house, and we were like, "Oh my god, like we're done." And then, but then you realize, like, "Oh my god, we're here, and things are so much better than I could have imagined." And now all that stress is gone. And I feel that way very much about our current growth. In that, now that our partners are here, we can start referring work to them, and that's already happened at an extremely accelerated rate. And between us servicing their clients, them servicing our clients, our clients wanting to meet them, their old clients reconnecting with them and now connecting with us and our partners. You know, my, my, at this point, I'm booking, you know, my, I, I was just meeting with my assistant before this meeting and she told me that I'm booking lunch appointments out into late March at this point. And this is, this is purely again, a credit to, to my partners, Jeff, Michael, Richard, uh, Michael, the other Michael, right? Michael Liebler, um, and, and Michael Moskowitz. And Ruth Kraft, who have, who have really put this, they poured gas, they they poured gasoline on a fire, is what it feels like. And you know, and and at this point, where I'm I'm excited to to ride this wave and see where it goes. Really love that, and love that you've been open to this and bringing on these people and just building an incredible energy uh, around your firm. And I can hear it in your voice, and I can see it in the great work that you're doing uh, all across the country. 
if you're talking to a solo attorney or uh, the owner of a small law firm who has aspirations for growth, but they're not sure, like they're hesitant, they're scared, uh, they're really worried, they're anxious, what advice would you give to them? Honestly, you know, I, I am a natural born entrepreneur. I come from a family of entrepreneurs. Um, I, I cannot name a person in my family and the generation before me who is not an entrepreneur. And I would say, go for it, right? Take the risk, seize the bull by the horns and give it a shot. Bet on yourself first and foremost. And in general, you land on your feet. You know, there's a certain amount of responsible decision making that has to get done, right? Pay down your debt build up your emergency fund, make sure you're not going to miss a mortgage payment if something goes wrong. But once you've got those things in place, you know, and if you're if you're poised for growth and if you don't have a, a line of credit or something like that, finding a good financial institution partner is helpful in numerous respects. But it actually, it gave me the confidence, especially when I said, oh, there's a major bank that's willing to give me hundreds of thousands of dollars or not give me, but lend me hundreds of thousands of dollars to deploy in my business because they believe in what I'm doing and in our growth strategy. And, and you know, at the end of the day, they're not going to lend you money if they don't think you're going to be able to pay them back. We've been blessed to be able to pay them back. I'll knock on wood there for that one. So my, my advice to anyone who's thinking about scaling is, or, or growing is to, is to go for it. We have developed a bit of a, a subspecialty in helping law firms with, with that, but that's a separate, completely separate discussion. Awesome. And Ken, you've, put, you've laid out a terrific case for uh, attorneys that you know, are interested in growth, not just to maybe do it on their own, but to partner up with you. Um, if someone wants to connect with you, what is the best way for them to do that? Either a call or an email. You know, you call me in my office, 516-599-0888, or email me, kfalcon at frblaw.com. That's F as in Frank, R as in Robert, B as in Barry, law.com. Fire off an email. I'm happy to, to spitball, to discuss things. And, you know, if nothing else, I love making connections with good people and, and like-minded entrepreneurs. So that would be spectacular. Ken, it was a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you, Ale. I really appreciate it. And everyone, that is Ken Falcon, Managing Partner of Falcon Rappaport in Berkeley. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Lawyer Business Advantage podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you tune in to listen. And I want to hear from you. So connect with me on LinkedIn and let me know what you think of this episode. And if you are a solo or an owner of a small law firm, and you're looking to earn more money, attract better clients, or reduce your stress, we would love to talk with you to see how we can help. Request your free law firm assessment by visiting lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. Again, that URL is lawfirmsuccessgroup.com. We look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you for listening. My name is Ale Yajnik. Until next time, remember, you can seize freedom. You can embrace happiness. You can build your perfect practice.